Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Afternoon Morning Show. My name is Chris Mueller. I am joined, as always, by Vinny Kiyanko, yeah? Hello, everyone. And unfortunately, Megan is not with us this week. It feels weird. It it sitting in her chair. Yeah. I don't know if she would like that. Yeah, it was funny. So when Megan joined the show, Vinny got kicked out of the comfy chair, and he now has to sit in my desk chair. Which is less comfy. Which is, it's a nice desk chair. <laughs> it, no, it's a great desk my chair. My kids gave me that chair. For Shut your mouth. For a desk. <laughs> yeah. It's a great desk chair. So we have a little couch chairs that we sit in when we record. And so Megan, Megan, she's a lady, got the comfy chair. and Which because, is only right. And I outrank you. So Absolutely. that's why I got the other comfy chair. But now I'm back in, back. Yeah. in the comfy chair. It's it is weird without Megan here, and I, a little I bit. we do miss yeah. her. But, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so her her babysitter got sick. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. I it's, it feels weird. I should I feel like I shouldn't be sitting here. <laughs> We've been doing this for what like a month. She's been a part of the show. Yeah, for a month now, maybe a little over a month. And it's no, it's no, it, it is no uh, coincidence that our, our listenership has spiked since yeah, then. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. She's she makes a, us better. She makes us. <laughs> she makes us better. Make me a better man. Anyway, so we miss <laughs> you, Megan. Uh, we we hope you're doing well. But we last week we kicked off the afternoon morning show drink the kool-aid challenge yeah we went over what we were doing uh megan committed to an hour of daily prayer a day yeah. was what she was but with going the to do. appointment with god right was with appointment with god yeah gonna... doing the father michael scanlon book appointment with god if you're interested go to franciscan university uh go to their online bookstore it's gonna be a lot cheaper than if you go someplace else yeah um Vinny, you committed to working out three I days a week to working out three days a week and yeah. this week i did it as the first week after that podcast I'm doing it. Granted, Monday was hard to try and get myself motivated, so I found another way kind of of doing cardio, but then Wednesday was upper body and this morning was leg day. Okay, so let me let me so Monday you're doing cardio? Car- Monday I'm doing cardio. Interesting. Just just to kind of get myself moving. Okay. On a Monday, right? I'm not trying to push myself too hard on a Monday, but right. just enough to get my cardio in. Uh, and then Wednesdays I'm doing upper body, which I'm actually Still a little sore from, and I'm loving every minute of it. Right. And today, I'm I'm doing okay, because today was leg day. This morning oh was leg gosh. day. I've been trying to get up early to do it, and it's actually been an amazing start to my day. So w- this was your first leg day since you started working out again? Yeah. So Okay, so let's let's quantitate that. When was the last time you worked out your legs? Like, <laughs> to this the- extent? Yes. Ooh. Six plus months ago. So there's a good a chance you won't be able to get off the toilet if you sit on it. I no. Mean, you're going to be so... No. So today I'm feeling good. Tomorrow, probably a uh, baby giraffe. My money is that by this evening, you're going to be You think baby so? Gi- oh, yeah. I think you'll, you'll start by this evening. You'll get up from dinner and be like, something ain't right. I've got a wedding tomorrow. <laughs> Some, something is broken inside of me. Yeah. I've got a Catholic wedding tomorrow, and oh, so it's going to be... Oh. I'll be able to like <laughs> stretch you? it out, up, down, up, down, see if I can get up from kneeling tomorrow at Mass. Every time you kneel. <sighs> quivering and shaking. <laughs> was, oh, man. I hate leg day. Why is Vinny crying? <laughs> so the wedding cool. was just so beautiful. So no, cool. he literally can't get up. That's why he's crying. That's why he's... Come on, Vinny. Come on the dance floor. He just collapses. <laughs> just, <laughs> He's doing the worm. He's doing great. No, that's <laughs> yeah, leg day. Oh my gosh, that's I terrible. Okay, so I committed to doing everything. Um, I'm yeah. Doing, how's I, that going? I'm exhausted. I'm so freaking tired. <laughs> so when I okay, so I last week I was working out three days a week. I decided, and, and for me to do that, I have to get up at five a.m. I can't. I, there's just no time in my mm. day if I don't get up at five a.m. because life starts. We've got six kids, mm. and it just it's just too much going on. So. The problem with getting up at 5 a.m. is if you don't get up every day at 5 a.m., you don't get up. No. It just, yeah. And it, you constantly feel jet lagged. And so this week, I just did a radical shift 
I'm up every day at 5 a.m. Uh, and I actually went to the gym every day at 5 a.m. So, um, so right. I, there has been a little bit of a, an adjustment. Okay. Right. So that, but it's been good. So yeah. I'll, I'll do like cardio and some light, you know, like, uh, I do my physical therapy stuff for my back on gotcha. uh, every other day. And then I was doing like back and then chest and then, um, back chest and, uh, oh, shoulders. Yeah. So uh, it was completely a vanity workout. Now, um, <laughs> that's, that's totally all it was. Just in the body. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Can't miss leg Walking day, around Chris. on little toothpicks. Uh, Can't miss leg day. Well, Otherwise I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Picks. I've also been doing the Anthony Robbins Get the Edge program, yeah. which uh, has been interesting, actually. There's a lot of soul-searching. and So much soul-searching. And uh, so much soul-searching. But no, it's it's been like goal-setting and, okay. and dealing with your associations, like why why you don't do the things you should do, which is kind of the premise of the afternoon morning show, yeah. Drink Gooly Challenge, are the associations you have to it, right? So mm-hmm. you don't go to the gym because you associate pain or or you eat you know stuff you shouldn't eat because you associate yeah. pleasure. And so- if you can learn to associate pleasure with the things you should be doing, you'll do them more often. Mm-hmm. And part of that is like really letting like the goal and the reality of like, what if you did become real and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. set, and so yesterday's uh, was setting goals, which was fun. Ooh, okay. It's fun because you're, it's like he, you set unre- like, okay, if, just be as unrealistic as you want to be, you know? And so they do all that. And so you have nine goals and, and like three in, in each area of your life. Okay. And then, uh, and then you just start working on it and you take an action towards it. And so one of my goals is to get the, af- the everyday Catholic show out there, right? Like to get it out. Okay, cool. Right. I've been working Sweet. out, writing episodes, all that stuff. So we schedule the shoot dates for the next two episodes. Oh, very um, cool. Yeah. Okay. Pretty cool. So that's and moving. It's moving, man. We're, we're booking cool. it along, dude. Um, and I, yeah, I will have to say the, the, the Wednesday morning when I was, when I was on my way to the gym, um, I was talking to somebody and I go, yeah, no, I'm going to try and go to the gym today. And then literally the conversation we had that the last week was like, no, 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 I'm yeah. going. Yes. I'm going, so your whole Tony Robinson thing is. It's not Tony Robinson. It's Tony Robbins. <laughs> don't, don't you dare mispronounce the name of my life coach. Okay. <laughs> No, it's it's interesting. It, you know, you drink the Kool Aid, yeah. And so, but that's been cool. And then uh, I'm also trying to eat healthier. Mm-hmm. And so, this is where I've come into conflict, and why I think I'm super exhausted. And and we won't talk about the drink the Kool Aid challenge too much. If you're listening, you're yeah. like, oh great, it's a freaking health health oh, show. Um, oh boy. But but I I was eating healthy and working out, you know, like every day. Yeah. And I so I, I was like, huh, I wonder if I'm doing this right. So I put a calorie tracker on. No, I've basically been starving myself, so I haven't been eating, eating enough, and so I, that's why Got you. I, so I've you been, haven't been seeing the gains. Well, it's not the gains; it's just like the energy, gotcha. you know, because you're doing all this mm-hmm. exercise. You want energy. So I, I up my calories yesterday in in a little bit of breakfast, mm-hmm. and I'm like hyped right now. Yeah, I'm so I'm juiced, as Mr. Robbins well, would say. And so, like this morning, uh, to get myself going, I had a little bit of like peanut butter, just yeah. a little bit of the peanut butter on a spoon while I was trying to get stuff ready, and that was literally like water and and that just to get myself yeah go into the gym and that gave me enough energy to power through my stuff because it wasn't a crazy heavy workout right but then i came back and grabbed like a protein shake mm-hmm. right yeah and drank that and right now i'm feeling good like i i'm not exhausted i got up at 6 30 to do the whole thing like i i'm starting to realize how much diet plays a huge part in an overall energy right oh so gosh. at least at least what you eat in the morning for I mean, if it sounds like it should have been a no brainer, right? But just like seeing it now, right? Yeah, it's interesting. I and I did this a couple of years ago where my niece had put on some kind of fitness challenge for New Year's. So I'm like, I'm gonna do it, and I started mm. really kind of being deliberate, right? And looking at food as fuel as opposed to pleasure. Yeah. And 
And it's amazing. You know, it's funny. I get so weird. Like, I love weighing everything. Like, I've got my little scale in the kitchen. Are you serious? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I will count that's, out my walnuts. That's ridiculous. So my You'll count out your walnuts? 28 grams of walnuts, yeah, which is about 28 walnuts, really. But, yeah, so my breakfast is, like, my my steel-cut oats with my walnuts and some raisins and a little molasses, which really just kicks it up a notch. Yeah, oh, my gosh. It's so crazy. Man. But, <laughs> So, uh, so I would say after week one, I'm I want exhausted. other people besides me to see the face you make. <laughs> say well, walnuts and steel cut oats and molasses, and his face lit up. I become a person I don't recognize, Vinny. <laughs> oh gosh, it's it is weird, but I I will say where I have not done well, and I've thrown three things. I was doing the Anthony Robbins thing. I'm doing the exercise and the diet. Mm-hmm. I count that as one. And then the daily prayer. And I have not been good about my daily prayer. Mm, and it's okay. easy for me to go, well, I wrote the weekly word. Like I, I work on that 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 weekly word reflection. So I'm really, I'm reading the Bible. But it's, there's, it, there's a different heart to it though. Absolutely. There's a different absolutely. heart to it. And as much as when you teach, you, you learn. Yeah. Right? But it's different. I'm not spending the time discerning God's will mm-hmm. as much as I should be. Yeah, that's and I even even working in the office sometimes at St. Martha's, I find myself. But I'm I'm prepping and reading scripture and doing all that stuff. But I haven't taken the intentional time to sit back and go, all right, yeah, let's actually read this. Let's not right. try and plant, do a lesson plan for something, or like actually intentionally being present to the Lord and trying to hear him. Oh, absolutely. I you know, I I am so good at telling God about what I'm doing for yeah. him. Lord, you're going to love me. <laughs> you're going to be so blown away by I'm this. I'm like your best kid. I'm your best kid. I'm your favorite, right? Right, you know, and, and he's like, "You know, um the things you've done, they're jacking my plan up." Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'll work for good in them, but you're but getting you're in my just, way yeah. right now. Yeah, so I need to do more of that. And that, so that there I will say there's some failure in my week where I haven't done that. Mm. And that's probably the most important thing to do but it's also the one that takes the most patience and humility and all Mm. of that you know it's easy for you know like the getting up and doing the the get the edge program or or the workout that gives me a sense of control whereas getting into prayer Mm -hmm. is a is letting go of control so it's easier to to take control and that's i think that's an interesting balance you've kind of or an interesting task you have found yourself because it Get the edge is about gaining control, but then you're also trying to better your prayer life, which is all about losing it. You know, it's interesting because, and I will say this about Mr. Tony Robbins and this program, he talks a lot about faith and a lot about gratitude and a lot about, um, but it's very, if, you know, if you're not founded in your faith, it's a little new agey Oprah-ish, you know, like you're manifesting your destiny and stuff and you got the secret, which is bullcrap. Uh, but I, you know, but again, could I spend more time being, uh, thankful? Absolutely. Mm. Right. And if you start your day being thankful, is that good for you? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's prayer. It's a prayer of mm. Thanksgiving. Right. Um, and he talks about like, uh, he, he talks about like thanking God for the things that, that haven't even happened yet, but are going to happen. Well, uh, St. Uh, Solanus, blessed Solanus Casey mm. says, thank God ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Right. And so again, it, 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 but if you're not grounded in faith, it all does of a sudden, sound, yeah. Yeah, it's it does sound you know, very new agey. It's the message. It's, you know, yeah. all this, all Thank the, the universe. Are, yeah, yeah Thank exactly. You. And then, pfft, you know, so, but I'm super hyped right now. I'm literally like buzzing. Yeah, right I'm feeling now. good. Yeah, I'm feeling good. So we hope that you're doing, you listening are doing the same with your listener challenges, what you're doing. Now, Vinny, people have told you that they are doing stuff. Yeah, and I'm super excited about it. I've got a couple friends, one from San Diego. Um, who is telling me what he's doing, and, and a lot of it, what I'm getting is 
a lot of prayer stuff. So Good. I'm yeah, super totally. excited for people to do that. But again, stop telling me. Dude, we let got us a know. contact form on everydaycatholic.com. Just fill it out so we can let you know. We're yeah. not going to call you out online and be like, you no. know what? Oh, I was going to say something that I can't say because I've got kid listeners sometimes in the car. And I was going to say, you know, Vic in San Diego is trying to stop blank. And, you know, and I was not going to. I can't say you can't, it. No. You can't call it out. Yeah. It's a kid show. Family, man. But still keep going. Yeah. Whatever you it. did this week, even if it wasn't, if you didn't feel like it was enough, keep going. And if you're grow. tired, that's okay. Yeah. Right. Again, anytime you have massive change, any sort of change causes stress. Good change, bad change, it all causes stress, right? It all is going to make you a little tired. It's all going to make you feel uncomfortable. But being uncomfortable is a good thing, right? Mm -hmm. Watch a tree grow. The bark rips and tears as it gets bigger and stronger. You're getting bigger and stronger. And so you're going to feel those tears, yep. those rips, whether that be in your prayer life, whether that be in your physical, you know, working out thing. Vinny, tonight's going to feel like a tree that got chopped down because his Absolutely. legs are going to be so painful. Oh, this gosh. is going to be. I'm not going to, I'm going to have somebody right. pick me up anyways. Last point on the, the challenge. Yes. So I'm, I've decided my fitness plan. I didn't have a plan. I was going to go every day. I'm, I'm going every day. I've kicked that up. So I've now decided I'm going to do a seven day a week workout. Seven days. Seven day a week. I, I found this workout online. Okay. This is going to sound really weird. Ryan Reynolds is my age, right? Yeah. Deadpool, right? Yep. Which is a movie that no one should see. Well, However, he, I mean, he was in other movies that were great, though. I'm not sure if he has been. Has he really? What has been in that's been great? Well, but okay. He's been in other he's movies. He's been in other, mo other movies that have been watchable for all. But, but he's, not... has he ever been in a great movie? I don't know. I can't believe that he, I don't, I, honestly, nothing pops to mind. But also, I'm not like a huge Ryan Reynolds fan. So and I'm let's not be like... honest, he killed Green Lantern. Or Green Lantern almost killed him. I'm not sure which. Yeah, but, but that, in Deadpool, they actually make fun of that. That's true. Anyway, but so he's my age. He's like he's like a year younger than me. And the guy's freaking ripped, like yeah. ripped. And so uh, I went online. I was like, Ryan Reynolds workout. Because, you know. You did not. I did, actually. Yeah, wow. I'm a fangirl. I'm a little bit. Wow. So I did. And I was like, well, okay, my premise is can a guy do that on their own? Like, do you need to go to like the famous trainer in New York to do mm. it? Do you need to have millions of dollars to dedicate the time? Or could you just put in an hour every day and mm. make that kind of transformation. So I'm going to try it. It's a 12 Sweet. week program. It's a 12 week program. 12 and week pro he literally just does an hour. I don't think it's actually his workout. It's one based on that. Based on the. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to try it seven days okay. a week. Two Cause, days. Cause two days. Deadpool's not like jacked, but he's like. Right. Exactly. It's not. I don't, yeah. don't want to be like walking around. and can't put my arms down. Yeah. You know, so anyway, that's what I'm doing. I'm kicking it up another notch. All right. And, and you'll see the massive burnout in about two weeks. <laughs> That's gonna happen, <laughs> and I'll have to come on, and you'll be like, "Hey, Chris, how you doing?" I'm like, "I'll lie, well, about yeah, it. you know." About so. it. Anyway, I'll, either that or it'll be me and Megan next time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Chris? On the floor, he's well, present. This brings us to Megan's role in the in the drink the Kool Aid challenge. Megan is not here, so which, we can make up whatever we want. Well, is this like <laughs> the kid who suddenly got the flu on the day of the oh, midterm? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying that Megan didn't do her challenge. But I'm saying it's possible, Megan. You're going to get your, your butt chat. kicked. <laughs> this is going to go live, and you're going to yeah, get your I butt know. kicked. We shouldn't tell her. Megan, we didn't record this week. We didn't. We <laughs> no, not at all. But then so, everybody's got to be like, Megan. Yeah, I know. You Everybody, are not going to believe. Our seven listeners. Uh, all seven. Our seven. Thank you. Your friends in San Diego. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so but so in the news this week, I, you know, I, I think it's become clear if you've been listening that I'm kind of a huge fan of Parks and Rec. It is my evening sort of unwind show, and I've watched that mm -hmm. multiple. I've watched it multiple times. I just 
and I and I, I have this premise that the first two seasons sucked. Don't watch them. It's kind of like Doctor Who when they re rebooted and the first Christopher Eccleston didn't. It just don't. Well, watch the whole it. Rose like oh series. Gosh, and Rose almost ruined the David Tennant time in my mind. David Tennant. See, I have the different best. ideas about that, but that's because I was more overtaken by David Tennant. David Tennant was. was awesome. David Tennant was unbelievable. Yeah, but but Rose was so. I just the whole everybody except David Tennant at that period was terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Anyway. But so, I still love it. I'll still right. sit there and watch it. But again, Parks and Rec season one and two was awful. So I've season only watched one in particular is almost unwatchable. I've watched specific episodes, but if I were to actually start watching this, because at this point I feel like I need to know it. Yeah. Just for being on the podcast, I feel like I need to know in order to get the references. That's true. Yeah. So I can just start with season three. I would start with season. You haven't watched it? No. Oh my gosh, you've never watched Parks and Rec. No, I've watched parts of, like I've watched episodes, uh, okay. but I haven't like got so I don't know the overarching like Really? Yeah, if you if you watch like the end of season 2 when mm-hmm. um when Ben and Chris come on and then you watch forward, you're good. And and honestly, the stuff that happened before is almost never referenced. There's really? One, okay. There's one episode where her ex uh what's her name's ex-boyfriend comes in, but that's that's it and it's not that important. Right. Got you. Okay. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so what was I saying? I forget now. Parks we were, and Rec. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So Parks and Rec's in the news. Um, yep. Kinda, because one of the one of the plot lines is Ben Wyatt, who is kind of the romantic lead. I don't know how to describe. Anyway, Ben Wyatt was an 18 year old mayor, mm-hmm. and and famously bankrupted his town through this venture called Ice Town. And Ice Town. It, it comes up later where he goes home to get the uh, the key mm-hmm. to the city, and they end up it was just they wanted to shame him for political points. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. But apparently Oregon has elected, and I, I what was the city? Do you remember? I didn't. I didn't. Well, it's, uh, it was we. It's all hard to say. So let me see if. All right, find uh, that small town of Yunkala. Yunkala. So that sounds like a disease Yunkala. you get when there's too many dead people in the streets. <laughs> I got the Yunkala. Well, there go all of our Yunkala listeners. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Chris. Let's just alienate all of our Yunkala. I gotta listeners. be honest. I think we probably lost Oregon already. Uh, well, it's because we're Catholic. We probably the, lost a huge man. Chunk what's of why is Oregon anyway? I don't want to get into it, but that's a whole different do- whole yeah. different podcast, Chris. Yeah, we, actually, we do have some friends in Oregon. I don't know if they listen, but uh, so yeah, they they elected an eighteen year old mayor. What do do we know anything about that? What was that about? Um, <laughs> he just uh, apparently he was recently graduated. He's 18. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, and he was valedictorian. And not only is he now the new mayor, but before that, he was, oh, where is it? Uh, he was a city councilor, a volunteer firefighter for the North Douglas County Fire Department. Yeah. Wow. All, yeah. all before 18. All before 18. Wow. Which means, a big, I mean, granted, this is a... This is a small city, or right. a small town that's got just shy of over a thousand people in it. Okay, so it is one percent of the town we live in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so a thousand very, people. So a very thousand. Small. Wow, a thousand people is like one mass at St. Martha's. Yeah. Right at our, our our local parish. Yeah. Wow. Okay, but still, he's the mayor. He's the mayor uh, of this town, and it's just. I wonder if in a town of a thousand people, there you know everybody else has jobs and their work and they got stuff to do, and mm-hmm. they're like, all right, well, whatever, or or if he's really a beloved figure. Well, and it, it honestly, it, it sounds like just from, just from the the different articles and stuff, it literally just sounds like he was he was looking at it, going, "I've got the determination and the wherewithal to learn and know 
and like learn how to do that. Right. And it's been a lot of older people. I, I bet I could. Right. And he had, there were only two other people running against him. Right. And so a lot of people were like, well, just get some younger, newer blood in there. Okay, but here's the thing. The, the mayor's kind of the chief executive of the city. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, and so there's there's a lot of – there's budget. There's people management. There's, and, again, a town of 1,000 people, it may not be that big of a city yeah. to to manage. But you 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 know you, you have a very important role in all of yeah. the the financial you know uh, if there's gonna be initiatives to bring businesses yeah. in or all of that you know the what's the budget for the the police department yeah. and all of that stuff and I just I mean this kid sounds pretty incredible like he's he's a pretty responsible kid well, and he he's on, he's already ingrained into the community he was on the city council apparently yeah which is amazing I I just think you'd have a law that say you have to be over a certain age to be on the city council well, but most of them in in most cities the youngest age to run is 18 even in the city we grew up in vista right it was 18 okay that but, is he, the but base. how could he be a city councilor if he wasn't 18 yet? he's 18 now well no no so so to be mayor is 18 you can join the city council as part of like the youth side of things like i know people who have done that right it's like a youth side to the city council where they listen to like you know what the youth think they need oh well, yeah well that's city. okay yeah it's like the youth representative on yeah, the parish council pretty right. much that doesn't yeah. count though. it doesn't necessarily count no right. but they he would still be considered a counselor though okay so in the united states you have to be over 35 to be the president or the vice president yes and you have to be over 25 to be a representative be a mm-hmm. uh now that's it's interesting because when you look at brain development you're not fully developed in the brain insane in the membrane uh, until <laughs> inside of the brain, you're not fully brain developed until like 25, 27. Yeah. And it's interesting that in our founding documents, they they knew that mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't like know it, but they knew that right mm-hmm. that you had to be over 25 to to be a senator, to be you know representative, and over 35, a little more experience to be the president of the United States. And so that you know that's my only concern with an 18 year old kid is you're more impulsive at that point. Absolutely, I want to alienate my 18 year old listeners, but that's true though, right? Well, and so I'm in my late 20s reading this. I went, what would I do as mayor when I was 18? Oh, and immediately, I'll, I'll be honest, immediately my brain went, oh, uh, <laughs> it went to um, like ice cream float Fridays. <laughs> so you'd run like a root beer float you'd Fridays. Like student leadership. Yeah. You'd be like, we're having a spirit day. Yeah. <laughs> That's like my brain immediately went to root beer float Fridays. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Mystified, like that is ridiculous. I yeah, I I just I it, it's an, I, and maybe he'll be great. And it's a town of a thousand people, and I don't know what the responsibilities are and yeah. what the the thing and how that works and all that stuff. But yeah, eighteen year old mayor, I just would not have been ready for it at eighteen. No, eighteen. No, I look was, at it no, no. Eighteen was the year I broke up with my girlfriend of two years, who I had you know thought we were going to grow up and get married and it was going to be wonderful. And ah. I, oh my gosh, so much heartbreak and and self mm. like. Like, I didn't even know who I was anymore. You know, it was just, oh, my gosh. Oh, dude. Yeah, but again, like, all of that drama and, like, yeah, just, you know, it was mm. real, right, to me at the time. And I just imagine, like, had I been that sort of a – in that sort of position – and had to deal with the kind of crisis of self that was breaking up. It was so, so stupid. Anyway, but, like, that would have been, like, wow, I don't know if I can handle it. Yeah. So. Well, but, I mean, again, like, I go back to the, the, he was a counselor right. on the city council. So he kind of already has this idea of 
like what those meetings look like and and how it works and what are the issues that have come to the table. So I think he's he's got like an edge. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got the edge. Du, 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 du. Uh, um, yeah, on it. But yeah, well, I think I hope somebody continues to like follow. Yeah, what he does because it would be really interesting to see how that turns out by the end of his first, by the end of 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 the year. Did you know that? The voting age in the United States, I believe, was initially 25. It was lowered to 21 later, I think as, as a result of, like, war and a draft, and then again lowered later for the same reason. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was lowered from 21. This is interesting, though, and it wasn't that long ago. The voting age was lowered from 21 in 1971 to match the age of the draft in Vietnam. Huh. Does it, okay, so that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It, but again, it goes back with that brain development thing. And now, but if you said now we're gonna raise the voting age back up, there's no draft. We're gonna raise about so it's only eight. You can vote if you're 18 and in the military, but otherwise you're disenfranchised. Oh my gosh, you'd be like, yeah, you're you taking know? a right away from me. Oh but, yeah, but it, I mean, break the science out on it. Right, but like, then okay, so I go back to you look at the great liberal movements of the the mm-hmm. of this time, right? And they're largely driven by college campuses, by young people, and you wonder, is that a result of the passion center of the brain ruling as opposed to the rational center mm, of the brain? Yeah. Ruling? And I think it was, gosh, it was Churchill maybe who said, um, if you're not a liberal in your youth, you've got no heart, but if you're not a conservative in your as an adult, you've got no brain. Yeah, you know, and it's, again, I'm not. This is not a political party thing. No, but but you look at all these great, like the great movements we're doing right now, like the transgender movement. That is absolutely not a movement founded in reality. No, it's rea- it's, it's founded in like in passion, right? And, yeah, and like uh, and feeling good and don't want to feel bad, which is absolutely a sign of an undeveloped brain, mm-hmm. right? Anyway, no, I, just, I, I wonder. It's, I know I'm, I'm alienated like half our listeners right no, now. No, it's all it's, it's all which cool. is we're gonna drop from seven to like three. Well, but again, I, I think, three. and I'll I'll drop even further because the mentality of so you're going to let somebody who isn't mentally fully developed and still learning to make decisions for themselves, like healthy decisions, right? At 18, but then you're saying that they're good enough, not good enough that they're prepared? capable, prepared, right. capable and prepared. To vote at 18, but then they can't buy a gun. They have to be 21. Right. Or you, you yeah, exactly. You, you can't know? buy, which is, I think you can buy a gun at 18 in, I think legally you can. If but it, it's, yeah. it. They're trying to challenge they're it. They're trying right? to challenge it. But, but like, again, you that's, should, then you should kick it all back to 21. Yeah. That, but that's what I'm saying is that right. if they're trying to change things and move things around, like, then keep it all 21. If well, we're I, saying that. I'll even make this point. If you've said things like, oh, I'm adulting today. Are you really, really ready adulting? to yeah. be a vote? Like, are you really ready like, yeah. to, to to be involved in government or maybe run a city? You know, yeah. if college campuses have to have adulting classes now, then I think maybe we need to look at the voting age. Yeah. No, I, no I'm just saying. I mean, I don't, no, that's not popular, but it's it's the way it is. It's funny because, OK, so I'm raising an adolescent right now, too, right now, too. And there's, a whole, there's a whole lot going on there, um, <laughs> which is and they're they're awesome. My kids are great. However, you do no, you do have great kids. They're amazing. And I and I love them. And I and this is not anyway talking down on my kids, but there's a reality of adolescence that you're on drugs. You're all on the drugs. Time. You're all the time. Because well, the brain chemistry is like oh, off the charts. Absolutely. The testosterone is like crazy. And they've done they've done uh, like tests, uh, like studies on, on young men where they'll give them pictures. And I, maybe I've referenced this before. And they'll say, like this, they show a smiling face. They go, oh, he's smiling. They show an angry face. They go, he's angry. They show a neutral face. And they say, he's angry. 
right? Yeah. And so young men, because of the crazy amounts of testosterone, uh, are are more likely to get in fights because they they interpret neutral as angry, anger. right? And so I've had to have that conversation with my son, being like, okay, you're reacting like I'm yelling at you. Oh, you're yelling, but no, 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 I'm neutral. If I was yelling at you, you'd you know it. Know. There'd be no room for interpretation right now. Oh right? man, but I remember as a young as a young man, like when my dad said, "Oh man, if I was mad, you would know." Oh yeah, totally. I took that as as a full on threat. Oh, it and that's exactly what that is. When your dad says that, he's telling <laughs> you you don't understand. We could go to DefCon yeah. right now. Like yeah, this, yeah. Right now we're just we're good. We're this skirmishes over the border, yeah. and it's fine. But we go to full on nuclear but war if you I keep was, pushing. I was I was in like I I remember looking at my dad going, oh really? <laughs> then let's go there. Oh no, no, you know, but not realizing my dad was like, "Well, no, let's talk about this." Like two rational, right? People, right? And then I would push it because I thought, like, I was ready for a knockdown dragout, and right. then it went to a knockdown dragout oh because I had interpreted it like differently. Part of the reason I like I talk to my kids about this stuff is because knowledge is power. Yeah, like if you know you're on drugs, you have to be able to stop and say, "Oh wait." I'm on drugs. Yeah. Like I'm this maybe I'm I'm not interpreting this mm-hmm. right. And so I think if you're like a, one of our young adult listeners and you're like, well, yeah, 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 how dare you? Uh and that's because that's how it sounds to me. But uh <laughs> I'm just and doing, I'm doing everything I can to alienate to my just college. Our mothers. <laughs> we're back to just our mothers, Chris. No, I honestly I but, Hi, mom. But like it's knowledge is power. If you know that you're operating from the passion center of your brain then wisdom comes mm-hmm. in and you say, well, I don't put myself in positions where that's going to override my long-term mm-hmm. goals my or my values. And that's why it's like so like, like chastity in the 20s is so important, right? Yeah. Because if you're not committed to the ideal of chastity, you're going to put yourself in a position where the, the passionate brain takes over mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're naked. You know, like you're, it's a problem. You're naked. <laughs> anyway, but does is that, that, is that like, the direct result all the time? Well, no, but if you're okay, or you're in a fight, or you're yeah. drunk, or whatever, like if you're not committed to temperance, to chastity, yeah. like the classical yeah, virtues, then you're gonna, you know, and so that pa- the passion center of the brain, even though it is the dominant force, rational thinking, yeah. a, a strong <clears throat> philosophy, a strong ideal can override that, and you're training yourself now in temperance. No, we're still on. Okay, Vinny pointed was, at the. At I was the, like, that yeah. didn't move. All right. right now we're watching. Sometimes we can see the. If, if you're listening, what that was is Vinny pointed at the the recording mechanism that we've got, which is a computer in it's this modern age, and uh, it just, yes. it's still recording. Okay, it so stopped for a second. I was like, oh, we no. spent way more time on the 18 year old mayor than I we wanted did, but to. you know what? I think it was good. Okay, so we were going to go talk about a priest in India, our bishop in India, who's like exploded his congregation. I think that's going to take conversation time. So why don't we jump to Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Okay. All right. Down. So, uh, so right now going on in the United States is we've gotten to a point in our legislative system that we're legislating by Supreme Court ruling. Yeah. I think that's a fair characterization. Yeah. In fact, we— uh, because, because we know that the House and the Senate aren't necessarily doing anything— well, and this is what happens. The House and the, House and the Senate want to stay in positions of power. Yeah. And so they write really bad laws yeah. that need interpretation so that the, everyone can keep their constituents happy yep. rather than writing laws that are specific <clears throat> that don't have a bunch of like that need to be legislated on. And so they all these loopholy, terrible, loose laws. Yeah. So everything goes to the Supreme Court. And then the Supreme Court kind of rules by fiat, which is not, not the way great. it was designed. But it's a situation yeah. we're in right now. Right. And so so because of that, the president has become more and more important mm-hmm. because the president 
elects or nominates Supreme it's Court justices, yeah. appoint Supreme Court justices. Which we so just went through. We just went through twice, right? Yep. We have uh, uh, Gorsuch and uh, the Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Which uh, the Kavanaugh hearings became ugly. Woo! Ugly. And we, I feel bad for that guy, oh man. Oh my gosh. Like, I've, if, if it, if they hadn't gone after his family, I think some of like the court hearing on him would have been different. I think it's it's opened a new door in American politics where you can you can take unsubstantiated accusations and treat them as if they're fact. Yeah. And that's the problem we were in. And again, I don't you talk about the main accuser and I can't even remember and Ford, right? Ford, Dr. Yeah. Ford. Uh she this this the problem you have is she's recounting a memory that she has from childhood, which yeah. was traumatic. And and I have no doubt something happened to her. Was was Kavanaugh involved? There's no way to know. And that's the problem. There's no way to know. And there's all we know is that allegedly she believes it. And let's say that yeah. taken on face value. And he says it didn't happen. But we've done there's been numerous studies on memory done that show that memory isn't static yeah it's changing and every time you tell a story your memory, memory of that story changes, changes yeah right and the way you tell it and it becomes reinforced to the point that you can have you know uh hillary clinton thinking that when she got off a plane there was gunfire going on yeah you know which, which didn't happen was she lying no maybe but that's just the way she remembered, remembered it yeah. right and so i don't know with it, we didn't mean to get into this whole thing at all but like what's happened since then is there've been numerous people who made accusations during the Kavanaugh hearings where they were recanted now and now they're being federally prosecuted or investigated. Well, yeah, because they were they they came out stating it was fact. Right. And were probably I wouldn't say forced, maybe coerced. Just caught up or caught up, yeah. Yeah. You with know? with the the whole kind of windswept-ness of the hearings. Well, our our whole political situation. I mean, Tucker Carlson, who's a, a Fox News contributor, right? Mm -hmm. uh, he's got a show on Fox News. There were protesters, Antifa protesters, at his home. Yeah. Um, he was not home. His wife was home alone. And they're literally, the door is cracked because they're pounding on the door. They're, that's terror. That's terrorizing. That's basically the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. Right? But they're they're called, uh, by the news media, they're called like civil rights activists. Yeah. Right? No, that's the clan. Just on the yeah. on, uh, just in a different from a different perspective. Yeah. If you're going to someone's house and you're breaking their freaking door down, like that, yeah. we can't. This is not the way America is supposed to work. No. Right. And so now you've got Ruth Bader Ginsburg, um, who is, I think, probably it's safe to say the most liberal judge on the court. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, honestly, in in the eyes of the rest of the world, one of the more prolific judges because of when she came on she came on in the, in the clinton years yeah right so she's but been also on is time. one of the stronger women um judges it, it, she's the only one judge right no 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 we got sotomayor and yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah no but initially yeah. she yeah, 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 yeah. was she was one of the first oh, few sotomayor is probably more liberal than she is but she hasn't had the time to no. prove it right okay but yeah. like but even then like ruth bader ginsburg um was one of the first women supreme court judges Right. That came on and really 
in in a sense, politically moved mountains. And what's interesting about about Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg was she was very good friends with Anthony Scalia, Antonin Scalia. Mm, yeah, the most uh, up until his death, the most conservative mm. judge on the court. But they were like buddies. And I think we need to get back to a position in American politics where we can disagree but respect, respect each other. Each other yeah. Where if you don't agree with what I believe, we're not going to break your door down and terrorize your family. Yeah. Right. Or you're not like a hate monger or a bigot. Yeah. You just see the world a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and we now have to argue ideas. Yeah. Well, Saint Thomas Aquinas, like the the whole thing about like your sorry. You know, I was a a, a, a short um, comic book that Matt Fred had posted for. Pines oh, of Pines of Aquinas, yeah. Yeah, the whole thing about like, well, you know, we should believe everybody else's opinion, but then when it's a conflicting opinion versus yours, right. then it's no longer correct. Right. And Aquinas goes, it's a logical it's fallacy. It's a logical fallacy. Right. You know? and, and there's so much of that. But again, why, what happened, and I go back to emotion is ruling the day. Mm-hmm. Emotion's ruling the day, and so no one's thinking from the rational side of their brain, and maybe it's because we're all addicts to our social media and our phones and pornography and whatever mm. and so they've actually shown that addiction shrinks the the rational part of your brain mm. so that you you become retarded in your brain development or immature and mm. so you go back to operating from the passion center of your brain maybe that's where we're at i don't know mm. but anyway back to ginsburg she's in the hospital yeah she's like 100 years old she's not actually she's 85 years old. okay but okay she, if there's she's a woman, old. she she's, looks and she looks old. Yeah, she looks, she looks old. So, but uh, and and this is terrible. She fell in her office mm-hmm. and she broke like a bunch of ribs. Yeah, which scary. Well, yeah, okay. Like anybody in their 80s falling. Yeah, anywhere. I don't care how far it is falling at all. It takes a huge chance. Well, like, how brittle are her bones that they're just ribs snapping? Have you not seen her? <laughs> oh no, okay, she's yeah. tiny. <laughs> It's true. She is not a giant woman. She's yeah. she's one of the smaller people on Get the Get her some court. of those calcium chews, man. Like yeah. anyway, but she <laughs> Get her calcium chew. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like she's you know, but so she's this tiny little lady. Again, she and so this is why it's such a big deal is right now in the Supreme Court, if she's replaced by a conservative judge in theory, Laws like Alabama just passed against mm-hmm. the pro-life laws like the one Alabama just passed or that have been passed in, in states like Texas um, or other pro-life states, those laws go to the Supreme Court, and they always end up in the yep. Supreme Court. And what happens is a pro-life court holds them up, or uh, I would say a conservative court upholds the right of states right, yeah. to, to, to do these things, and a, cons- and a liberal court um, – then upholds the right of the federal government to dictate these things because ultimately that's what these kind of things come down to. If Roe v. Wade is overturned in the Supreme Court, if it's challenged and then overturned, mm. that doesn't mean there won't be abortion in the United States. No. Unfortunately, it means it'll get kicked back to the states, and the states will, the states will make the decision. Yeah. And so you'll have pro-life states, and you'll have pro-abortion Abortion. states. And then we, as Christians, will have, have the, choice the choice where we live mm-hmm. and where we advocate for. And and that's so. Anyway, that's interesting. So. It's hard though, because you like so. There's part of me that is a, is the little pagan, and so I'm dominating this. I'm sorry, I have so much no, coffee. I'm no, so hyped, Vinny. I'm so I can tell. Oh, man. No, but it's good. I'm like I'm like crack Chris today. Crack Chris. That's <laughs> crack Chris. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm we've got tinfoil hat Chris. And we've got cracked out Chris. Just a little more food, and I feel so good. <laughs> That's, you shouldn't have to find out that you need just a little more food to feel better. It's true though. Just one tablespoon of molasses in my oatmeal, and I feel like I'm on like heroin or <laughs> something. I don't know. Totally the does molasses. Does heroin make you up or down? I don't know what heroin does. 
We do a lot of drug references. We do a lot of drug references. Show. I don't think yeah. that's a good thing. Anyways, anyway, so my okay, so my son <laughs> went to was going out to eat with friends after school because mm-hmm. they walked down to like the the, the shopping gotcha. area and uh, strip mall. That's what I was trying to gotcha. say. Got you. And um, there's a taco shop there. Ooh. A Starbucks. There's a Subway. There's a taco shop. Okay, which one of those would you go to? Oh, the taco shop. Absolutely, Absolutely. the taco <laughs> shop. There wouldn't even be a choice. So I, I that's how you know you're you're raising right though. I, he gets in the car. He's got a Subway cup. And I was like, what, what, like you went to Subway? He's like, yeah, the guys are going to Subway. It's like, you gave him your peer pressure. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I, I got a meatball sub. I was like, first is meatball subs. Then it's vaping. Then it's the marijuana. Okay. That's what happens. That's, all right? wait, that's a, that's a quick move. <laughs> went from meatball subs to marijuana. <laughs> so we've been joking around about the peer pressure of Subway. Now, every time I pick him up, it's uh, you can't hang out with those kids in their Subway. In their Subway. <laughs> They're bad influences. <laughs> well, I found out what it is on their on their student on their student cards. They've got like a discount oh, where you can get two you. two subs for something. So, and they're water polo players. Who are, so they eat forever, right? So that's the issue. But see, that's why I feel like the taco shop would have been better though. Oh my gosh! Because you can go in get two tacos for a dollar. Anyways, oh my healthy eating stuff. We're right gonna out, I'll, I'll, oh. out the door. It's funny because if we there's a couple places if we go in this show and we start talking about it, a taco shops. We'll just go off on taco yep. shops. Be the mass. Like we, oh, we'll absolutely. go. It's like, you know, absolutely. So, but I think those are our two safe places, the mass and taco shops. Or we're going to end up. Or both, if we, both mass and taco shops both make me feel safe. So, and, and I feel like health stuff, I will go down that rabbit yeah. hole too. Like I'll, I'll start to get all in there. So, yeah. all right. But okay. So I was going to say, we're at 41 minutes. So we're now crossed over. But the, and this will leave you with this thought. Like it's hard because Ruth Bader Ginsburg, there's, I want her to get well because I don't wish ill of anyone. And I yeah, pray no, for her absolutely. salvation. Right. But then there's also the little pagan inside of me that goes, yeah, but, but uh, yeah, you know, I don't wish, I don't wish anybody's death. Like that's terrible. But if she's, if she has to die and we all do, I would rather it happen when we're, when it's, when we have the, and there's no guarantees because like uh, judge Kennedy who just retired was appointed by, I think Reagan. Mm. So like uh, the great conservative icon, Ronald Mm. Reagan, uh, Kennedy was then the swing vote for abortion and for gay mm. rights, you know, all the all that stuff. Um, but but if she does have to kick off, if she does have to kick I mean, off, you know, if it's, it's gonna happen, it, right. when it happens, it, I'd rather it be. Uh, and it's funny because I'm not a huge Trump fan. I think I've made that very clear. Yeah. But I but I don't. I would rather it be him appointing a judge than Kamala Harris yeah. or uh, Gavin Newsom, who we just elected in California. We're doing everything we can everything to destroy right. this state. Yeah. Anyway, um, or uh, Cory Booker, or all these very mm-hmm. you know liberal senators and, and congressmen mm-hmm. and whatnot. So anyway, no, it just I mean my my ending point on it is reading through Twitter and that people are literally up in arms asking God to oh, take me to take yeah to take them instead of her. Yeah. Um. And again, like I I don't wish her ill will at all. You know, I don't. Um, if she, but I, but I think, but I think, who we're putting above God? Oh yeah, I, I would say this: if she does, God forbid, and I mean that. Yeah, no, literally, die, God forbid. It, if she dies. if something happens to her, this country is going to go insane. Yeah, it it we will because we are more divided now more strongly divided yeah. now than we have been in, in modern times. Well, and I, other than maybe the civil war, I think no, we're yeah. more strongly divided. Well, I think we're, we're in a, like a cold civil war. 
Oh, I I would think I think, I think so. A, I feel like we're in a cold civil war because l- you literally have it split down the aisle, which bipartisan fighting was never supposed to happen the way. Yeah, it you know the country was created, but here we are. You either are red or you're blue. Yeah, and if you're red, you believe everything they do. If you're blue, you believe everything they do. And if you, you can't don't... cross over, if you do, the other one's gonna kick you out. Right, and you know if you if you put a Trump sticker on your car in certain neighborhoods, you're gonna get keyed. Yeah, right. And you're it's, automatically like a bigot. It's interesting because it's it's it, it really is like rural America versus the population centers. Yeah, in in some respects. You know. Well, no, absolutely. The rest of the center of the country, right, are like, is, is, right. We're we're good, right? It, well, it's even you look at California. You look at a map of California as, as far as electorate. And again, I'm not saying Republicans are good and Democrats are bad, but it's just an easy way to kind of quantitate, yeah. right? Okay, blue versus red. Look at California. California is red, red. Real except red. like Los Angeles, San Francisco, Sacramento. Mm. That's it. I mean, like the Bay Area. Um, or yeah, the Bay Area, Los Angeles, and Sacramento. But there's enough population in those places that it kind of overrides over, the yeah. rest of the state. Well, because the rest of the state is very rural. It's very rural and and, and not populated. Yeah. Right? We are way over on this podcast. It's all good though. It's funny because I and one of the things I wanted to talk about in the afternoon morning show more often is politics. Yeah. I enjoy it. I enjoy the sport of politics. Well, I I like talking about politics. Right. I actually enjoy looking at it. Well, and, and here's my premise. I, Gosh I, darn it, I, we're like. We're, we're like 45 minutes. If I think okay. if we talked about politics more, maybe we'd be more civil. If we didn't have this dumb rule mm. about you're not allowed to talk about politics and religion and polite company, well, maybe we'd be more civil if we actually started talking about it more and then talk to each, other, talk to each other rather than reposting things and demonizing each other on social media. I feel like there, it would be practice. You know, like there yeah. would be a common practice of totally. talking about it civilly. Right. But anyways, yep. that's well, a hey, another podcast. This has been the Afternoon Morning Show brought to you by Everyday Catholic. Everyday Catholic is a 501c3 nonprofit and we depend on the support of listeners like you. If you're enjoying the Afternoon Morning Show, go to everydaycatholic.com slash donate and consider a monthly pledge. We got it. Get that. Right. It was good. I hey. you always kind of get tossed up on the 501c3. I know. Hey, guys, but we love it. Thank you for listening. Tell us what you're doing on your Drink the Kool-Aid Challenge. And if you like the show, share the show please. and write a review please, on please, iTunes. Please. Hey, we're on Google Play now. Yeah. All right. So tell your Android friends that we're on. We're going to get to that in the we're next episode. Here. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. All right. Bye. Bye.